sing to God a brand new song. He's made a world of wonders. He rolled up his sleeves. He set things right. God made history with salvation. He showed the world what he could do. Shout your praises to God, everybody. Let loose and sing. Strike up the band. Let ocean breakers call out encore and mountains harmonize the finale. A tribute to God when he comes, when he comes to set the earth right. He'll straighten out the whole world. He'll put the world right and everyone in it. Psalm 98, verses 1 and 2, 4, 8 and 9. What is worship? Worship is our response to His majesty. And as Eugene Peterson so magnificently put it, a tribute to God when He comes. Worship is the created, you and I, responding to the Creator. Our spirit being fueled in His presence as we invite the river of life to do in us what only He can do. God's presence defines us. We need more of Him. If you can casually meander through worship, then I would dare to say that maybe, just maybe, you have not entered into true worship at all. We need Jesus-centered, Holy Spirit-filled, passionately-led worship, because when God comes close, everything changes. Suddenly, God's angels stood among them and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, Don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has just been born in David's town, a Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please Him. Luke 2, verses 9-14 through 14. As the angel announced Jesus' birth, all of heaven joined in worship. Later, when the wise men came and saw the child in the arms of Mary, they were overcome and kneeled and worshipped Jesus. These men were truly wise, for when they encountered the long-awaited Savior, their response was to worship. When Paul and Silas decided to declare God's faithfulness toward them in a prison cell, their response was to worship. God was close, even in the midst of the trial. If we draw near to Him, He will always draw near to us. See James 4, verse 8. When the woman at the well met Jesus, she was feeling isolated, downtrodden, rejected, and hungry for something more. Her heart longed to worship the promised King. When she encountered Him, her life was changed forever. Her worship found its intent. Her worship found its home. See John 4. When we worship Jesus, we declare His kingdom and announce His presence. When we worship, we come by grace through faith, bringing the voice of our hearts before heaven. When we worship, we dispel the darkness and take authority over principalities and powers. When we worship, we exalt Christ and His dominion over every situation and circumstance. When we worship, thanksgiving is our entry point, joy is our strength, and breakthrough is our inheritance. When we worship, demons tremble and angels join in. When we worship, kingdom dominion is established in our lives. 
It was God's passion for us that caused him to send Jesus to us and for us. From that standpoint alone, we worship. It all happened in a moment, a most remarkable moment. As moments go, that one appeared no different from any other. It was one of the countless moments that have marked time since eternity became measurable. But in reality, that particular moment was like none other. For through that segment of time, a spectacular thing occurred. God became man. While the creatures of earth walked unaware, divinity arrived. Heaven opened herself and placed her most precious one in a human womb. The Omnipotent, in one instant, made himself breakable. He who had been spirit became pierceable. He who was larger than the universe became an embryo. And he who sustains the world with a word chose to be dependent upon the nourishment of a young girl.